Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting MyPillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, a bombshell from Sidney Powell and yours truly. Donald Trump could be reinstated as President of the United States this summer. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. And then they say Trump lost Pennsylvania. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think all you have to do is look at every stat, and it's all coming out now, you know? And people are coming forward. People are coming forward like never before. You're seeing what's happening, or you soon will see what's happening. But think of it, 75 million voters. The same reporter said, you know, it was incredible. Whether you're on your side or the other side, we've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. He said, what was the difference between 2016 when you won and 2020 when you lost? I said, the difference was we did much better the second time. It's true. You know, I was told that we got 63 million votes, right? I was told that if we get 65 by the best pollster, one of the great pollsters, you have a few of them that are really good, but John Redlachlan, he said, sir, if you get 65, meaning if you go up two, now most presidents go down. Obama went down. He went down much lower the second time. He got fewer votes the second time, far fewer. And I understand that, that's the way it works. But we went up 12 million. But I was told if we go up 2 million, we win. We went up 12 million and we so-called lost, but we didn't lose, we didn't lose. We didn't lose. But I said the big difference is that we did much better the second time. And think of it, 63 million compared to almost 75 million. And don't forget, that's 75 million. What's the real number? With all of the shenanigans, What's the real number? The Socialist Democrats see this better than anyone else. They know exactly what went on, and they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Stop the tape. 
Once again, President Trump is dead on target. The Democrats don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about the election audit that's going on in Arizona. They don't want to talk about the potential election audit in Pennsylvania. Oh, yes. You probably didn't even know about that, did you? You have to come to the ledger report to get the entire picture. Don't rely on the mainstream media. Don't rely on Fox News. I'm sorry to tell you. Fox News uses the term migrants when talking about illegals violating our sovereignty at the border. They're not migrants. They're criminals, Fox News. They're not migrants. Or at the very least, you have to call them illegal immigrants. They're not migrants. This is an insult to those who migrate to this country legally, Fox News. You understand? So you have to go to Ledger Report and a few other places to get the truth. And the truth is the Democrat mainstream media Marxist machine is terrified. Terrified about what is happening in Arizona. Terrified about what potentially could be happening in Pennsylvania. Remember, Pennsylvania was the hotspot, really ground zero for election malfeasance. Yes, YouTube, I'm using the term election malfeasance. That means I won't be allowed on YouTube with this video, but who cares? We're on Rumble, we're on various other sites, we're on all forms of audio podcast, and you get it in many other places than YouTube, this here program, and we will use the term election fraud, election malfeasance, liberally here. Liberally in the, in the normal sense, not in the Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer sense. We'll use it liberally because election fraud took place liberally in the 2020 election cycle. And by the way, it probably took place in 2016, probably took place in 2012. It's just that we didn't have Donald Trump shining the light of truth on it. And I don't care about you, Mitt Romney. I don't care. Mitt Romney is quoted in in one of these trashy publications um, that Trump's big lie on the election is like the WWF, the World Wrestling Federation. It's all fake, you know. By the way, I think the WWF is pretty real when they bleed. I don't know about you, unless they can produce fake blood. Yeah, sure, it's entertainment. Absolutely. I date back to the days on a Saturday watching, uh, I think his name was Pat Patterson. Anybody remember that? (laughs) That was before the glory days hit in the 80s when things really went crazy. Uh, It's not WWF, Mitt Romney. This is the real deal. Can you sit there as a United States senator and say no election malfeasance took place? And then he would try and qualify it, right? Mitt Romney would probably try and say... Well, there certainly was some election malfeasance, but not enough to change the election results. How do you know that? How can you sit there in your ivory tower and say there wasn't enough to change the election? How can Bill Barr, who didn't order any kind of appreciable investigation into election malfeasance, how can Bill Barr sit there and say that there was no appreciable election fraud that would have changed the results. If you don't look, if you don't investigate, if you don't do what Arizona is doing, potentially what Pennsylvania is doing, I don't know why they're not doing it in Georgia. I don't know what's... Governor Kemp is like Dr. Jekyll and Hyde. I I, I can't follow this guy. It's really hard for me to track this guy. Yeah, they put some election cleanup in place in Georgia. Okay, is it window dressing? I don't know. Why don't you want to audit what went on in Georgia? I want to know what was going on underneath those tables as they were pulling stuff out when 
Everybody was told to stand down. And they didn't stand down. They were yanking something out of the underneath of these tables in giant boxes that kind of looked like ballots and they kind of looked like they were stuffed in the machines over and over and over again. Don't we deserve, the American people deserve to know the truth of what happened in Georgia? Shouldn't there be an election audit in Georgia? Shouldn't there be an election audit in Wisconsin? Shouldn't there be one in uh, Michigan? All of these states. God bless Arizona and the state senators there who have the guts, the spine, to stand up in the face of attacks, withering attacks from the mainstream media, withering attacks from Democrats, all sides here, and even attacks from within the Republican Party. God bless them for standing up for our United States Constitution, our precious right to vote, our franchise. We need more, quote, Republicans like this. We need more Americans like this. Where are you Democrats? Hmm? Are you so partisan? Are you so sold out that you don't even want to know what's going on in California? And I'll tell you about that in just a moment. But on this here program, we're going to talk to Sidney Powell. And Sidney Powell is going to try and outline, and I'll try and flesh it out a little bit more, possibly, how and, and why President Trump could be reinstated, if you will, as President of the United States. <laughs> Imagine if something like, I mean, I hate to laugh, but imagine how cuckoo nuts, uh, maybe about a third of this country uh, might twist themselves into these partisan pretzels over something like Just the notion, just the notion of potentially having the results put in suspended political animation <laughs> because of, if you have Arizona and you have Pennsylvania, say, hey, wait a minute, we have a real problem here. We're going to have to take a closer second look at how and, and what we certified in the 2020 presidential election. You imagine the tizzy, not only from CNN and MSNBC, but there'll be a tizzy of Fox too. You know, you'll have some of these so-called Republicans, so-called conservatives saying, whoa, whoa, we can't do this. We can't do this. This is un-American. We can't look at the election results and analyze them. We can't get the truth here. No, we have to move on. We just have to move on. Joe Biden is the president and we just have to look the other way. There are a lot of Republicans out there like that. And those are the kind of people that we don't or didn't want on Iwo Jima, right? Those are the kind of guys we didn't want at the Battle of the Bulge. Those are the kind of women that we didn't want during World War II who were rolling up their sleeves and working in the factories, right? We don't want those people on our team. Those are the squishy middle. I always tell my daughter, don't be middle of the road. Take a stand. Middle of the road is roadkill. Even if it's the wrong stand, take a stand. That's what being an American is all about. I want to remind you also, I have Sydney Powell coming up. This program is brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger. Aches and pains go away. I took some just about an hour ago. I have little nagging aches and pains, probably arthritis, probably other tendonitis. I don't know what it is. I've never had it diagnosed. I just know I have aching, nagging pain. Take Relief Factor. You really do get relief. ReliefFactor.com forward slash ledger or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246. 
and they can set you up with a 1995 three-week starter set and you might just like it. That's about a dollar a day, they tell me. Now, I want to tell you about Mike Pillow. Also, Mike Lindell's My Pillow sponsoring this program. They have a special going on right now. These Giza sheets, which are very, very comfortable. I have them. They're, I don't, it's Egyptian cotton. I don't know. I'm a guy. I just know they're soft. And you wash them, and they're still soft. Two-for-one Giza sheets, and they will not charge you shipping. So you buy one set of Giza in one color, and you buy a, you get another set of Giza sheets, whatever size you want, in, a, in another color, same color, doesn't matter, and then they'll ship them to you um, free. So those are the uh, sponsors of the Ledger Report, and I want to remind you that this is the way we're keeping the Ledger Report going and putting on people like Sidney Powell and talking about the so-called vaccines that are not vaccines because you're not going to hear this in the mainstream media. You're not going to hear the mainstream media tell you that the what the people in this country, 200 million strong now, apparently, um, 60-something percent of the population, it's not a vaccine that's being jabbed in their arms, ladies and gentlemen. It is some sort of experimental medical device that's not approved by the FDA and may never be approved by the FDA. May never. And yes, we're having more and more reports of heart problems among particularly young, healthy males. Isn't that nice? Probably white males. Wouldn't this be the story of the millennial? That maybe the vaccine is targeting young white males to eliminate them as you know some sort of reparations. I know, I know, I know. You're talking about tinfoil on my windows. I'm not going to go there. Sydney Powell does not have tinfoil on her windows, nor does she have tinfoil on her head. I don't. I don't ever plan on having tinfoil on the windows. But there is a real problem with this vaccine, and there's a real problem about the results of the 2020 presidential election. And Donald Trump is right. Think about it. Think about it. 73 million votes, right? That's 10 million more than he got in 2016. And Joe Biden got 80 million. Does anybody in their right mind actually believe Joe Biden got 80 million legitimate votes? Of course not. The Democrats would never say that. In fact, if we did an audit in this country and we lined up all the people who cast votes and we did a one-to-one correlation between all the votes cast. You know, there's a difference, right? Between the number of votes counted, right? The, the universe of, I don't know, 150 million plus votes, right? Versus the number of individuals who cast votes. I guarantee you, the universe of votes is going to be several million more than the actual bodies who cast votes. How do I know this? Because I know in California alone, the latest from the Election Integrity Project, which we'll have on this here program pretty soon, is, I'll give you a little preview, 1.8 million more votes counted, more registered voters. Scrap that. Let me start over again. There were more votes cast than eligible voters, I will tell you, that. in the 2020 presidential election in California. There were more votes cast in California in 2020 than there were eligible voters. But the voter registration is almost 2 million. It's 1.8 million more registered voters in California than there are eligible people to vote. Can I repeat that? Yes, I can. 
1.8 million more registered voters in California than there are people eligible to vote. And we all know what's in that 1.8 million. I don't know how much of it, but we know there's illegals in there, right? You have the motor voter. You have the DMV in California actually switching people's birthplace and people's residence to the United States when they know that they were Guatemala or El Salvador or Mexico or what have you. They're in on this thing. And no one's catching them. No one's auditing them. No one's flagging them. No one's holding them accountable. Why? Because you have Marxists in charge at the top. And it's not just Gavin Newsom. It is systemic in the legislature of California. So they can get away, literally can get away with murder. They can get away with murder. And Gavin Newsom is going to survive the recall and he's going to get away with murder himself. How many lives did Gavin Newsom snuff out during COVID because of his lockdown, shutdown, draconian, anti-constitutional, anti-humane treatment of 35, 40 million Americans, 35 million legal citizens and probably 5 million illegals. He's getting away with murder. How many people died at the hands of Andrew Cuomo? You know, Newsom did the same thing as Cuomo, forcing these nursing homes to take these COVID patients, then spreading the disease like wildfire. We knew, we knew the first place in Washington state that had the largest outbreak in this country where people were affected and some were dying was in a nursing home. We knew that these were incubators for COVID, yet we had these governors forcing these nursing homes to take these patients. It's insanity, but Donald Trump is right. Again, how many votes did he really get in the election? How many votes were switched by some voting machines? And that's another thing about Sidney Powell. She's got to fend off these uh, attacks in court designed to make her crumble. And, and Rudy Giuliani, same thing, designed to make them crumble. Well, they're not crumbling. She's very confident about it, which you'll hear uh, in just a moment. But Pennsylvania is now considering an audit, just like Arizona, not unlike Arizona. Uh, the Arizona audit is wrapped up one portion of it. There's not going to be a report in probably some time. From what I was told the last time I talked to one of the senators in Arizona, which was a couple, three weeks ago, was this process was probably going to play out throughout the summer. And we'll probably get some results late July, August kind of thing. Okay, fine. Take your time. Bernie Carrick uh, wrote a piece about his witnessing the count. And interesting, he had an analogy there that the Folks in Arizona were using casino-like measures to make sure there were no cheaters, there was no fraud. Isn't that interesting? Because we know how the casinos work. They have layers of protection. When you're playing blackjack at a casino, there's a pit boss, and you know that, right? And the pit boss comes over if there's a problem or if there's some large bills being exchanged for chips. The pit boss uh, okays it. Certain things have to be checked out by the pit boss, and the pit boss is always watching a small number of tables. I don't know what the numbers are. Maybe you casino people can tell me. Is it five to seven? It's a small number. And so they had a similar setup in Arizona in this hermetically sealed coliseum that they were counting and recounting and auditing the votes. Not really counting, but they were auditing, checking the marks. For example, you know, they would run across a ballot where all 
of the ovals were perfect. Now, human beings are not perfect. I try and be pretty perfect when I'm filling out my election form. But I know that I go over the line a little bit, right? You take a black marker or even just a ballpoint pen. I think you use both. And I try and make those ovals perfect, but I cross over the line maybe once or twice during the, the process of filling out your ballot. Well, how can you have a perfectly filled out ballot? Perfect. Almost like a machine did it. So this is some of the red flags that they're coming up with. But for anybody in the media, anybody on the Democrat side to be saying this is a partisan crapshoot and they're harming the Constitution and they're creating distrust among the American people and they shouldn't be questioning the election results, they're wrong. They're 100% wrong and they're 100% partisan and they're terrified. They're absolutely terrified at what the results may be. Now, we have to brace ourselves. Because the foundation is already laid in the mainstream media that this is a partisan joke. So let's say that they come up with a conclusion in the audit that there was massive malfeasance and that there certainly could be enough. Now, this is an quote unofficial. I don't quite understand how it's unofficial. It's an unofficial. It's not a recount. It's an audit. But if they find enough evidence that could effectively overturn the results and switch the electoral votes from Biden to Trump. The media is going to be all over it. So you have to be prepared, okay? And we will continue on. We're not going to let that change the course of this thing. And I know the folks in Arizona are not going to let that change the course. And of course, the, the Democrats are going to be lock, stop, and barrel, right, with, with the, the mainstream media. And the media is going to go to the Democrats. They're going to put a microphone in front of Chuck Schumer and say, hey, this is a travesty. They're, they're disenfranchising millions of voters in this country. They're trying to undo the election results. They don't like Biden, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to hear it from the top folks in D.C. And you're going to hear it all the way down to your, your local sycophants uh, who love what Biden is doing, destroying this country. So be ready for it. But we also have to support these people. And so if there is a conclusion in late July, sometime in August, that there is enough evidence to force a recount, that's when it gets dirty. Right now, this is the lull. This is the lull before the storm. The storm is coming. And the storm is going to hit late July, August, sometime when the results are released. Because my gut is they will find enough evidence to say, hey, we need to trigger a recount. And we need to find out if we certified correctly. <laughs> oh, boy. See, this is where it's important to have a governor like DeSantis. If DeSantis were governor of Arizona, he'd be supporting this thing 100%. You have Ducey, who you don't know. He's like the John Roberts of Arizona. You don't know where in the heck this guy is going to come down. And he's just one of these rhinos. He's not as bad as Mitt Romney, uh, but he's as unpredictable as John Roberts. And it's, and it's sad. And he does not necessarily have control here, but he's going to have a lot of effect in the messaging. And if the guy cares about the Constitution at all and understands the process that was involved in this Arizona audit, this wasn't you know, going to a Ouija board and saying, hey, did Biden win or did Trump win? These people went through a methodical process, ballot by ballot, 
pit boss by pit boss. And if the pit boss had a problem, the supervisor would come in and talk to the pit boss and the pit boss would talk directly, blah, blah, blah. The chain of command. Um, the chain of command and the chain of custody were very, very strict in this audit. So we have to be ready to fend off the media attacks, the Democrat Party mainstream media attacks, and be ready to defend these people because they are trying to defend our franchise, a.k.a. the United States Constitution. So what does this look like then? If we proceed and all hell breaks loose in, say, August, and, yep, we need to have a recount, how would it work? How would Donald Trump potentially be reinstated? And, of course, you know, people are laughing at me and Sidney Powell and other people, maybe Mike Flynn. I, I, I can't remember who else is talking about this, but this is real, folks. And if Pennsylvania joins in, they may be waiting. You know, the folks in Pennsylvania, they had no spine. If they had the political leadership in Pennsylvania, the Republicans I'm talking about here, if they had a spine, they would have prevented this from happening back in September of 2020. They would have said, hey, they would have stood up to Wolf. They would have stood up to these non-elected bureaucrats that were changing the rules in the middle of the game and mailing out ballots all over the place in Pennsylvania, but they didn't. So it's very possible that the Pennsylvania people are waiting to see the results of Arizona before they decide what to do. I don't know. We'll see. But Pennsylvania could be in play, and there could be a little bit of a domino effect here. Don't hold your breath that this is going to happen in Michigan with that nutcase governor there. But who knows? You know, maybe this will inspire Brian Kemp and, and the leadership there to actually do the constitutional thing. So... God bless Arizona and the leadership there for falling on the, the sword here and doing so on behalf of the American people. This is not about Donald Trump. This is not about Graham Ledger. This is not about the Republicans versus the Democrats. This is about our franchise. This is about protecting our vote and the integrity of our electoral process. So what does it look like? What does it look like if Arizona does find evidence, enough malfeasance, enough electoral fraud that they should trigger a recount, and the recount could trigger a change in the electoral count. What does it look like? That's effectively how it would look. That that legislature would come back and say, hey, we need to look at this evidence. And that's when the switch could happen. The switch of electoral votes in Arizona and potentially down the road in Pennsylvania from Joe Biden to Donald Trump. Joining me now, attorney and former federal prosecutor and all around flying the ointment uh, for those who are not seeking constitutional justice in this country, Sidney Powell. Sidney, you have a whole host. I don't want to go too deep into the weeds about the cases that, that you're facing that you have to address to defend yourself. But it's not just a singular attack. I think people don't realize that you're being attacked from multiple angles in multiple jurisdictions, and this is keeping you very, very busy. Uh, actually, it's keeping some other people busy. I haven't been paying any attention to it. But yes, uh, obviously a coordinated harassment effort. Eric Coomer has sued me in Colorado, uh, where I've only been a few times in my life to ski. And... Um, 
Dominion has sued me first for $1.3 billion in Washington and D.C., and then Smartmatic has sued me for $2.7 billion in New York. And all of those suits are being scheduled for different hearings now that we've briefed motions to dismiss for things like lack of jurisdiction because I have nothing to do with those jurisdictions. I don't live there and um, haven't worked there per se. And of course the cases have no validity whatsoever. They're basically defamation cases. And I told the truth and not only did I tell the truth, but what I said, was based on multiple sworn affidavits by hundreds of witnesses in both cases. And by law alone, that cannot give rise to a defamation suit. And we also have this pesky thing called the First Amendment and <laughs> you giving your interpretation and, and your opinion. And it seems as though that uh, the First Amendment would trump um, many of these attacks at you. Yes, it certainly should, because they really arise out of the lawsuits we filed to try to over, overturn the election and show the fraud in it. I mean, we filed massive pleadings with the Supreme Court based on the fraud we identified within a few weeks after the election, including flat out mathematical impossibilities and statistical impossibilities. So, you know, <laughs> there's a right to petition for address of grievances right. in the First Amendment that has to be honored. And you can't sue somebody for defamation or whatever for filing a valid First Amendment based case. I want to talk about your thoughts on uh, President Trump. But first, um, if, if these cases or any of these cases do proceed, um, you are going to proceed, of course, with discovery. And discovery is something that should make these companies like Dominion and Smartmatic um, very, very uneasy because the discovery process, um, you can uncover all kinds of things that we're not privy to in, in kind exactly. of layman terms, correct? Exactly. Uh, we, will, we will be entitled to get all their correspondence relative to these issues and the voting access to the machines to do forensic examinations It'll make what's going on in Arizona look like kindergarten. Right. And, and, and Arizona is hitting a bunch of roadblocks and their political roadblocks. But these are avenues that you would uh, possibly be able to break through those roadblocks. For example, you know, these routers uh, that are being blocked uh, from access that that have a time stamp on them and a location stamp. This is all information that you might have access to. Right. Exactly. We should have access to everything in discovery to prove that, well, we shouldn't have to prove that we're right. They should have to prove that they're right. In fact, the burden of proof is on them even to show actual malice on my part, which they cannot do because I based it on the evidence in front of me. There's no way their cases can succeed even past our motions to dismiss. But should they happen to do that? It's a win either way. We're going to win either way. And, and, and really, if you look at it this way, they're just trying to bully you. They're just trying to shut you down. And, and Rudy Giuliani and, uh, and other entities who are being sued here, they're just trying to make you quake in your boots and you're not backing down, which is potentially, potentially their worst nightmare. Now, you have said uh, recently, more or less, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I want to hear exactly what you have to say, but that Donald Trump could and should be reinstated as president of the United States per the United States Constitution. Explain to me how uh, that is constitutional, because you set off a firestorm, of course, 
and people <laughs> think you have uh, tinfoil on your windows or on your head, which you don't. So explain what you're thinking there. Well, the basic premise is that fraud vitiates everything. There's no way even the criminal law in our country can allow an election of the presidency of the United States to be overtaken by fraud. It simply can't be allowed. So there's no exception for the presidency that would allow that to happen. Like any other election, it can be set aside for fraud. And it should be. Everybody knows Trump won. The Democrats know Trump won. That's why they've gone so ballistic over this and are fighting tooth and nail with lawfare and Antifa and everything else to try to stop the truth from coming to light. But that's a very hard thing to do, particularly when more and more people realize that this election was an abject fraud and it was a deliberate fraud. There's just more evidence of it than we can shake a stick at. And the refusal of the courts to look at it before January 6th is nothing short of appalling and a complete institutional failure. So from a, a legal and a constitutional perspective, how, how does this, how would it work that Trump would be reinstated? What, what would the process look like in your mind? Well, there are a couple of different ways it could go. The states could recall their electors and decertify them and then certify the correct electors because fraud could set that aside. Or the Supreme Court could rule on the case at some point because of the fraud and set aside the results of the election and order Trump to be reinstated and inaugurated for his second term. This is uh, is 100 percent constitutional. Personally, we'd rather have the states uh, take charge here, of course, uh, then, then send it to the courts. Because as we know from the John Roberts court in particular, uh, you never know what you're going to get, um, out of that, unfortunately. But the bottom line is per the United States constitution, the framers of the constitution would want the States to take charge. And even though we are what, six months past, five months past certification, so-called, uh, there's nothing on the books that would prevent Arizona, for example. Now, this audit that's being done in Arizona is is kind of unique. Um, it, it, what we're hearing is that it doesn't necessarily have constitutional teeth. It's being done privately, but it will be an eye opener. And if the legislature in Arizona is paying attention, uh, they might want to conduct, you know, an official uh, audit of some kind and if they're paying attention in Georgia and if they're paying attention in Wisconsin, they're paying attention in Michigan and Pennsylvania. You know, one of the things, Sydney, I was saying back in September of 2020, before the election, I was warning these states that they need to get their constitutional act together as these governors, uh, like the governor of Pennsylvania, Wolf, was just simply making law election law by edict. That's not what the Constitution says. It's about time these legislatures, especially the Republican-controlled legislatures, do something about this. Exactly. And the legislature, the government uses independent contractors all the time. The legislature authorized this audit, and, and the Senate in particular has been overseeing it. So there's absolutely no reason the audit or the results of the audit should be set aside. Mm -hmm. unless there's fraud in the audit, but everybody knows this is a, and has seen, has been able to watch live stream how meticulous the audit has been. Mm -hmm. So I think what they're really worried about is they have no basis to criticize the audit. 
And I can't imagine it's not going to show massive fraud and thousands, hundreds of thousands of ballots that don't have a chain of custody or were fraudulently created or counterfeit. All right. So number one is we have to address the results of the 2020 election, and that's ongoing. It's ongoing in, in, at multiple levels. I know a lot of people believe that it's over, especially Democrats, and they want to believe it's over, starting with Joe Biden. But in reality, it's not over. And uh, you and I and a whole host of Americans are, are going to see to that. We're going to continue on here. But when you peer down the future, down the road, especially vis-a-vis uh, defending or defend the Republic, uh, your website. Defending the Republic. Defending yeah, the is. Republic, yes. uh, which is on your website, federalappeals.com. Um, wh- what do you see, structurally speaking, uh, has to be done here? Do you think it's something, even though the framers of the Constitution didn't want this, that there needs to be some amendment to the Constitution that prevents this kind of malfeasance from happening ever again? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to think more about that to figure out what the amendment could be. Generally speaking, I'm adverse to changing the Constitution. I mean, that's a monumental task, and in these times could be particularly troublesome to even open it up to consider that. But I think there are enough federal laws and constitutional provisions already, and the basic premise that fraud vitiates everything should be applied to set aside the results of this election when the evidence is shown. And the Supreme Court, frankly, needs to redeem itself. I think that's why we've seen so many non-zero decisions recently. Its failure to deal with this on the evidence it had before January 6th is one of the biggest causes of the complete institutional failure of our government and the three branches of government created by our founding fathers. It's unimaginable, frankly. But that's, that's what they did. I don't know why they did it. I, I've never been more disappointed in the court system in my life. But that's what we're dealing with now. And they, too, need to wake up and realize what, is hap- what they allowed to happen to this country and redeem themselves by a 9-0 decision, recognizing the fraud in this election and reinstating President Trump. They have a chance. Uh, I wouldn't hold my breath, but uh, they have a chance to do this. And they had a chance. They've had multiple chances. The Supreme Court has and and lower courts. And uh, it simply hasn't happened. But onward we go in terms of defending the republic and our constitutional right to vote and our our franchise. We've got to do it. We've got to continue to do it. And we appreciate uh, all your work, uh, Sydney. And if people want to support you, is the best website to go to federalappeals.com? No, it's defendingtherepublic.org. And we are addressing a lot of issues that affect individual rights. We have a great team of lawyers. We're doing multiple different things. There's a lot of information on our site about COVID. And there's new information on our site now about China. We're going to work on unifying groups around the country under our umbrella to help fight on all these issues. We've got a lot of plans in the works, and please encourage people to go to defendingtherepublic.org. This is uh, my message to folks when I go and speak in public and on, on, on television is that constitutional Americans have got to start sticking together. And I also say that the so-called silent majority must be silent no more because we're losing our republic. And, and Sydney, God bless you. Thank you for all the great work, and uh, we will be in touch. Thank you, Graham. Yes, everybody has to stand up and get involved now at their local level and on up. 
Very true. Thank you. So we've got to get a handle on our electoral problem in this country. And the framers of the Constitution gave the power to the states. And that was a good thing up until recently, because we see that the Democrat leadership in these blue states care not about the Constitution. They have a win-at-all-costs mentality, and they're going to cheat. And so that's why they want to go to all-mail, like they did in California, all-mail ballots, because cheating can go on rampantly. Think about it. You have a recall of a governor going on. That's going to be an all-mail-in ballot. And we have the Election Integrity Project telling us that in March of 2020, there were one million more registered voters than eligible voters in California. One million more registered voters than eligible people in California. A year later, in February 2021, it's 1.8 million more registered voters than people. In a year, almost a million more ineligible people, ineligible voters are now eligible to vote. So all of these people, this 1.8 million, at least, that's a minimum figure, by the way, there's going to be 1.8 million ballots sent out there that technically should not be sent out. And where are those going to end up? Well, we know they're going to end up. The eight ballots at one house for one person. This is, this is how election fraud unfolds in California. This is how Marxists stay in power. This is what Joseph Stalin meant when he said it's not what's important is not who casts the votes. What's important is who counts the votes. So we have to do what the framers probably thought was unthinkable. We've got to have some sort of top-down constitutional amendment locking in and preserving our precious right to vote, our franchise, which would include, I have a list of things that I would put in this amendment, that there is an election day, not election week, not election month. At 8 o'clock local time, the polls close. If you're not in line, you do not vote. Sorry. You can have mail-in ballots. Sure. You got to have a good reason, number one. And number two, you have to have it notarized. Okay. You want to do mail-in ballot? Yeah. You got to have it notarized. And finally, you have to have this crazy thing called an ID. You know, the same kind of ID when you have to buy beer, the same kind of ID when you have to get on an airplane, the same kind of ID you have to have when you open up a bank account. I forgot to tell you about my t-shirts. Here they are. 4524. And on the back is 4524. These are on the website, GrahamLedger.com. They're beautiful and they're selling like hotcakes. Uh, I'm running into supply problems, so bear with me. There are more larges available right now, but that should be rectified soon. And this is version two. This is 4524 Ledger for Trump. And on the back, it says my signature phrase, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. So these are available right now on GrahamLedger.com. They're wonderful. I'm wearing them. I have a lot of friends and a lot of people I don't know wearing them. They're selling like hotcakes. But this is to get Donald Trump to run in 2024. We've got to fix our electoral process before then. The Democrats are terrified at what is going on in Arizona right now because they're terrified about the pending results because they know they cheated. And when you audit an election, the fraud, the cheaters are going to be exposed. And so this is why Sidney Powell... And yours truly say that Donald Trump 
could be reinstated as president of the United States sometime this summer. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.